Daisy May Chat Co., the most baddest podcast in all the podcast land. Brought to you by Daisy May Hat Co. Side effects from listening to this podcast may include being an ultimate badass, buying a product from DaisyMayHats.com, following your dreams, and not being a little boo. All right, what's up, everybody? Before we get into this episode of Daisy May Chat Co., we got some awesome sponsors. The first one is Simpleton Goods out of Oklahoma City. My buddy Tyler makes amazing handcrafted leather goods, and you can get 20% off if you use the code DMHC20 at checkout. So that's just simpletongoods.com, simpletongoods on Instagram, and it's DMHC20 for 20% off. Then we have the almighty Brave Star Salvage Denim out of Los Angeles, California. And if you use code DMCC at checkout, you get 10% off on any stock denim jeans. That's for any of their five fits. I wear the skeleton skinny jeans that I love. They're super, super tight. And I also use the slim taper. That's if I'm wearing my boots or whatever. Um, they are super rad. I also use the Ironsides jacket as well it's they use all selvage denim and you get it at a super great cost so that's 10% off uh, DMCC at checkout stay raw denim heads and then last but not least you get 15% off everything at daisymayhats.com that's anything you want on our website and you just use the code DMCC15. Okay, we're getting to the episode. Sucka, see you later. You literally have the most normal size head. Really? It's normal, yeah. You need to, I want that to be the title of this episode. No one's ever said that. <laughs> hey, what's up? Welcome to episode whatever on Daisy May Chatco <laughs> or on seven, episode seven. We're here with the powerful. Zach Bell. Bell? Ball. Yeah, Bell. No, is it Bell? It's Bell. Okay, yeah. so I did say it right. You did, also yeah. known as Veteran with a Sign. Yeah. AKA Motherfucking Warfighter. Warfighter, yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah, thank you. Well, dude, thanks for being here. I'm sorry, Dave, will you set the mood, please? I got this light on. Normally, <laughs> hang on, I'm sorry, yeah, I apologize. It's all right. Isn't this nice? Yeah. For everyone who's not watched on YouTube because we're not on YouTube, it's only audio. Yeah. We have a very nice mood lights in the in the studio right now. In the yeah, shop. I feel like things are about to happen. We're about to talk. We're about to talk. Do yeah. I need to move this? Am I good? I, it, I can hear you fine. It feels like it's. You just tell me what to do. If you just want to give me some cardboard, I'll show you what I'm good at. So <laughs> that's my skills these days. So, yeah. dude, tell us. Okay, so you have. Veteran of the sign. Yeah. It's super funny. Yeah. It's awesome. Thank you. But but tell us like the roots of that. How did that just who are you? What you do now? Uh who um, am I? Let me start from like the very beginning. No, not, not like when you were born. But October twelfth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah. Um West Tennessee, the sky cracked open. And and then uh, fucking Odin popped yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aries came down. And Thor and Odin, they're like, who will he come from? No, it's not that. I okay. just come from West Tennessee originally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, yeah. That's where I'm from, yeah. No, it's okay. So tell us about Veteran with the Sign. How did that get started? Tell us about that. Veteran with the Sign? Um, okay, so I, I do have to go back a little bit. Uh, I was in the military from uh, 2007, 2011. I was in the Marines. And is that hard? <laughs> I mean, there's easier <laughs> ways to pay for college, but there's not cooler ways. Yeah. Like at one point, I just walked around with a grenade launcher. Like that Did was, you really? Yeah, it was, it was sick. Yeah, I was deadly with it. 
Really? Deadly. Deadly. With a grenade launcher? Yeah, an M203. It's the thing that goes, boom, like on the bottom of the gun. Yeah. Yeah, I'll show you a picture of it later. But it's funny because there, there's sides for it, but nobody ever, <laughs> like, in contact. So they say, like, contact whatever direction it is. Yeah. Like, the first thing you do is you just go, boom, just put one out there. Because, it, I mean, it takes a minute. It's not a fast-moving round. Yeah. But it sounds like, you know, hell from on high just coming out at you. But it keeps people's heads down so you can move. But... Um, yeah, so that's, that's how I paid for college. I was, I wanted to go to college. I want to serve my country. Yeah. And, um, came, I was married. I got married while I was in, had two kids and I didn't want to keep going back to Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. So I moved to middle Tennessee and went to school at, I don't know if they want to be named here. I went to school (laughs) in the area. I got a master's, I got an MBA and a bachelor's. Um, dang dude. Yeah. It was fun. I I like school. Yeah. Did you really? Oh, do you like learning? I, I do. Um, this school in particular has a, they've got an adult degree program. Mm-hmm. They have a really good veterans program. So like it was, it wasn't like any other experience. I mean, I got to do a lot of different stuff. Yeah. At one point I was a part of the veterans organization there and some president able to do a lot of cool things. And, um, you know, I started getting a job, like working around here, doing all the stuff everybody tells you to do. And, uh, about December, 2019, I started to, um, you know, I've, I've done writing before yeah, and I've written for like the Huffington Post and New York Times. And I was, uh, kind of like in a creative space at the moment. Do you write for, um, uh, like the onion or any, like, I would, more, but they won't have like certified news yeah. outlets. Yeah, no, I, I, I wish, I wish I had that kind of clout. Um, mainly just, um, any, anyone who's looking for someone really, but yeah. that's, what's funny about the writing world is you just write yeah. and people think it's like, there's this real big process. Like all I did to get in the New York times was I just sent an idea and they're like, cool. And like, that was it. But what was your piece in the New York times? I did about like six of them. Oh wait. What was your favorite? My favorite one was the last one I did. What was it about? Um, so you ever heard of choose your own adventure books? No. You ever heard of choose your own adventure books? Right. So like you open it up and you go to like page, whatever, and you get oh, to, Oh, and then it's like, if you want to go yeah. this way, Turn here. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so my kids went to the library, and they came back with this book, and it said, be like the Marines in Marja, which was my last deployment. And Whoa. if you went left, you did the right thing. If you went right, you committed a war crime, which I I mean, I don't think either of you serve, but war crimes are a big deal. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, ah, oh, that's, that's kind of weird. And so- Is a kid's book? Is a kid's book. It was, well, spoiler alert, it was a kid's book. There's only like five copies left and I have one of it, but I'm, I'm skipping ahead. Um, but I pitched that to the times and they said, write a book about that, write how that makes you feel. And, um, I'd even reached out to a publisher like, Hey, do you have any comment you want to make? And they never said anything. And so I did. And I remember I was in between jobs. I was building an IHOP in Mount Juliet with my father-in-law. Yeah. My phone just started shaking because I was like, Oh, it's going out today. And, <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I guess it's doing pretty good. And my, my father-in-law is this good old boy and he's like, he calls me Wally. There's no real reason for it, but, um, <laughs> there's not. And he goes, uh, Hey, Wally, your phone's uh, moving. Why don't you go check it out? And it was just like all over the place and even went up to like the front page of them. And, uh, the long and short of it was they ended up, uh, pulling the book off the shelves, doing a reassessment of their whole lines. And they issued a formal apology because of it. Really? Yeah. Now, I mean, it's, so the problem I had with it was that like, I'm trying to explain this thing to my kids about this time in their life and, and everything that happened. And it's just kind of broke it down to like, e- dad either shot people 
because that's what this scenario is. You either shoot people that you think are snipers, which they aren't, and uh, or you do the right thing. They're like, Dad, did you do the right thing or did you commit the war crime? Wow. And so, um, yeah, that was because I mean, that's there's just a lot of danger in that. Yeah. But um, I was I was thinking of writing some new stuff at the while, and I at, at the time, and um, I had this corporate job, and it's it's like whatever, uh, but. I'd noticed there was dude with a sign who is um, part of the marketing company. Uh, Fuck Jerry, that's yeah, what it is. Okay, they're the ones that did the fire festival. Well, <laughs> they didn't do a festival. Yeah, <laughs> they did they a tried. lot of marketing. That was a great documentary. There's like oh, three of them out now. Well, and yeah, and you know, I I come from Memphis, so I come from a family of of uh, let's just call them hustlers. But I could spot that. About, like nothing that that guy was saying felt like a business idea. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, and so, like, I was never surprised, like, oh, it didn't work. Like, he's just, you know, he's robbing Peter to pay Paul type stuff, the whole thing. Yeah. And especially, I love when they're interviewing him, he's just sweating bullets. He's like, yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. My eyes. <laughs> yeah, but um, I saw that, and the military especially, we have, like, this really um, diverse kind of common uh, nomenclature, like, naming of things and uh, language. It's uh, really unique to ourselves. And I just, I was like, what if I, what if I just did that? Mm. And um, I just I kept thinking with about the signs, it. With the signs, with the signs, yeah I, was, yeah. I was just thinking about it forever. And then quarantine hit, and I was like, okay, I'll be working from home. Which those are the glory days of working from home because no company had the infrastructure or capabilities for it. And they're like, work from home. That's a audio yeah. air quote I'm doing. <laughs> um, but um, I was like, all right, I'll just do this. And I went to go get a haircut, and I, I asked the uh, the girls cut my hair. I was like, hey, will you take a picture of me? And she's like, yeah, yeah, I'll take a picture of you. And that was it. Really? I, I took one picture, yeah. What was the first sign you made? Uh, the first sign I made, um, the corpsman, the Navy corpsman, that's the docks for the Marines, mm-hmm. uh, said, uh, take water. No, it said, uh, take motor and drink water and change your socks because that's what they say to do for everything. Okay. And so I did it in the <laughs> caption. <laughs> the caption was um, a COVID cure-all because I didn't – in my defense, it didn't it didn't appear to be a pandemic at the time. <laughs> it was uh, March night. It was like March. I know the date because it just happened. It was about a year ago now, March nineteenth or something. And um, I've also like worked in healthcare for a long time, so like yeah. my like exposure to these types of things are a little bit different, right? So like I used to be in so, uh, run security for a hospital here, so I was like always in the ER and stuff. So you know it's. Not that I was like unaware of these things, but I was like, ah, you know, like I've seen like worse things. We'll be fine. Yeah. yeah I, was, I was way off. You're way wrong. I was way wrong. Yeah. Well, I know the other day when you were talking, you know, you had told me like about your time in Afghanistan a little mm-hmm. bit about like the burn pits. Yeah, yeah. And I know that's been talked about a little bit on like other podcasts yeah. and stuff, but like, could you break that down a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's uh, simple. Um, a big part of wars, there's a lot of trash and, yeah. um, in Iraq, especially there, they talked about them. There was just. Basically, you'd see a town on fire at any given moment, like bulldozers pushing everything that they could. Wow. Like, I think I think I would calculated that the water would use about a case of water. So it's like uh, um, about 12 bottles of water per, you know, Marine or soldier a day. And so you're going through that a day at least if you're lucky. Um, and so you, where does all that plastic go? So you burn it on a place like Iraq where it was like more urban, the type of counterinsurgency fight they had there. They had these huge like landfills that were constantly on fire. But in Afghanistan, we didn't have that. We would just take over compounds and like live there. We didn't have any, I mean, other, you know, they have bases and fobs and stuff, but like yeah. we mainly just lived in places that we found. 
And so we would burn everything, plastic, trash, all the stuff, because you don't want the enemy to have anything. Yeah. And it's, uh, I think it was 50 meters, exactly what it was. And you don't have a lot of room to begin with, so you just dig this big hole and you you just throw stuff in there and it burns 24-7. And like human waste, like shit and stuff yeah, like yeah, that goes yeah, there yeah, too, right? Yeah, yeah. They're, they're called wag bags. Wag um, bags. Yeah, it's made to pack out. So it's a bag you can, um, it's just a portable toilet. You just put it over a box like um, like this size right here. Yeah. And um, you just put the plastic thing over it. It's got like a gelling agent in it gelling agent in it and um it all kind of goes together and you put it in a smaller ziploc bag and you go or you burn it so you burn it especially with what we were doing we were um foot patrols and uh, we didn't have vehicles so like literally like every ounce counts like down to the point like an mre for instance we would open them up pull everything out of it that we didn't need and throw it away because that little bit adds up so like we're it's it was more than commonplace it was the habit to burn all that stuff and apparently, no. apparently burning plastic is not good for your health um, or just constantly burning it or being surrounded about it. So um, there's a lot of organizations addressing that. One in particular is Hunter 7 Foundation, Okay, um, which uh, they were one of the first ones that we did a sign for, the nonprofit, and they had like some ideas and stuff. And uh, in particular, they were started because they're, they're named after, I can't remember his name, um, but this... I want to say he was a first sergeant. I'm, I'm going to get all this wrong. I actually, I, I'll, I'll just say allegedly. Up. I always say allegedly in front well, of everything. Well, no, um, it was his call sign. It was his call sign. Oh, it was Hunter okay. Seven. Um, but the long and short of it is there's, he was one of the first of many more people who have died of these like ultra rare forms of cancer that are basically found in cancer clusters. Right. And so it, from what I can see and what everyone's, it, there seems to be like these cancer clusters, like highly unique autoimmune disorders and diseases that people are having. And the one common thing they all have, the one thing they all have in common is not just military. They're all like near burning trash and stuff. People dying in like the prime of their life. Um, like there was this kid who just passed. His name was uh, Patrick uh, Duva. Um, and he just, he wasn't even 30, I don't think. Really? Yeah. And like turned quick. They misdiagnosed it. And I want to say in like less than, uh, I think it was a year altogether. We tried to do some stuff for them, but the way we wanted to bring attention to it was to do a sign for it. Yeah. And uh, the sign I came up with was uh, burn pits are the agent orange of the GWAT, which is short for the global war on terror. Yeah. Yeah. And um, they turned it to a sticker and stuff. And it's like out there and like we always try to work with them to help address that. And they're helping to work with past legislation because, I mean, it's an ongoing issue. I have an autoimmune uh, disease from it. Do you really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what, what's your thing? Um, is that correct to say what's your thing? Uh, yeah, no, it's fine. It's okay. fine. Uh, I, to- <laughs> I, I told dick. you. I, I gave yeah. away that HIPAA information. Um, I uh, I break out in, in like rashes. So like, yeah, it's like my skin's kind of always allergic. And it's gotten to a point where like I have EpiPens hidden around my house the same way I might have other things hidden. Yeah. Um, like because, snacks. Yeah, yeah, snacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah snacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not trying to catch a case, man. <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, um I mean, because like it's uh, when my kids were little, we used to call it red skin because like even when like when people touch me, like my kids, they want to like cuddle me. I got two daughters and stuff. And, yeah. play on, and like my whole body will get red. Even when I'm sitting here, really? I get like red marks, like I'll go full anaphylactic. Yeah. Just sitting there. Just sitting. So like I take um, Zyrtec, you know, a non-drowsy antihistamine to kind of keep it at bay, but it just kind of is what it is. And like I've talked to the VA about it and they're like, yeah, it's a thing. And, and what does like the VA do for you? 
Because um, I've heard some some dudes like, like I love the VA, and some dudes like fuck that place. I mean, I think uh, I have a I have a very different opinion. Like I said, I've I've worked in hospitals and in healthcare, okay. so I have yeah. like a I want to say I give them more grace, yeah. right? So I have a little bit more understanding. But I think the best way to describe the VA is that they're overworked and understaffed. Yeah, um, that's the God's honest truth. There's three hospitals in the state of Tennessee. Um, there might be a fourth. No, the main ones are Memphis. No, there's four of them. But I mean, they serve like a massive and an aging population. Yeah, um, especially the uh, you know Vietnam era veterans and, and previous as well. Yeah. It's it's a mixed bag. I mean, there's there's some. Uh, <laughs> it, I mean, it's it's. I mean, I got a nose job from them uh, because I broken my nose so many times and that went really well. How'd you break your nose? <sighs> Bro, <I don't... laughs> Combination of things, bad decisions, good stories, and like, you know, just <laughs> all sorts of different stuff. And they looked at it and they're like, yeah, you're kind of messed up. We're going to fix it. Yeah. I got to, I got to fix, I got a full LA tune up, a full rhinoplasty. They rebuilt me. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It was bad. I had less than a hundred percent altogether because I gained like a ton of weight and I, I would wake up, um, I wasn't able to sleep, so I'd like wake up like covered in sweat. It's because I couldn't breathe. So I was just like, there was nothing coming out. I'd be like, <gasps> like all of a sudden, and yeah, I'd wake up and I'd be like, I like reach reach for my wife and like re- reach for everything else. I'm like, okay, we're good, back to sleep. And like it just messed with me for like wow. years, actually. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So it's um, on this mixed bag. I do have a good VA story though. We should probably hear that. You want to hear David it, David Young? I believe, yeah. We let's go. All right, so there I was, <laughs> deep in the bush. There I was, <laughs> Viet Cong, as far as the eye could see. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I I went in for my appointment. It's a regular thing, right? Yeah. And uh, I think it was a. I can't remember what type of clinic it was. And I probably shouldn't say anyways. But I went into this waiting room, and it's it's not an. I, I'm the youngest guy by like a few generations in there, and I sit down in this pack these. Yeah, this bunch Old of bruisers. Yeah, yeah. A bunch of guys been around the block and they stayed there. Um, but this one guy, I'm just sitting there. I'm like, okay, just like I always try and go with like a positive mindset. Yeah. They've got rough days. It's healthcare. Nobody shows up to a hospital. It's like, hey, guess what? My life's great. Yeah. You know, I always say if people show up at a hospital, it's about to be or it is the worst day of their lives. So people have to remember that, right? Yeah. Well, that, that was what it was like when my son was born like last week. I was like, oh, God, another kid. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Did you keep it? You guys keeping it? Yeah. No, we kept it. Yeah. Right, he's cool. at home right now. Yeah. So cool. he's lazy. He literally just eats and shits and sleeps. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You got you to gotta knock that stuff out, man. Yeah. You got you to gotta address that early. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why I don't hear hats being made. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Junior? Yeah. No. Um, no. So I went in there and this 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 old this old head was like, um, he's like, hey, hey. <laughs> I'll never forget he looked at me. He like nudges me. And I don't know what he thought I would say. And he uh he goes, Hey, uh, what what branch were you in? I was I was like, what? And he goes, What branch were what branch were you in? Like he's he's you know, he's like, yeah, he probably has hearing aids, that's what he thought. Right? Yeah. I go, I was in the Marines, he goes, Ah, oh, army. And then I hear Army, Marines, Navy, Air, like they all started. It's called sounding off, right? When you, oh. like the whole room started doing it. And I was just like, what, what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> and like, it was, I was like, am I now talking to a room of people? Like this we all, is this like a meeting? Like we all here to get yeah, our story? <laughs> yeah. yeah my, hey, my name's Zach. Uh, first time, long time. I, I know what was going to happen. And so uh, it got to the end of this I one guy. shit in a bag. Yeah, yeah. They're like, hey, me too, brother. Stay in the fight. He's like, I do it every day. It's yeah, right here. Yeah. My awesome bag, yeah. man. 
Now, this one dude that comes around this one day, he's covered in black, he has a black uh, tracksuit, and he goes, Navy SEAL. And I'm like, mm, oh, okay. And he goes, hey, kid, you ever heard of Bin Laden? And I was like, who? who? And he goes, Bin Laden. You ever heard of him? I was like, yes, I've heard of the reason for the global war on terror. Yeah, I'm <laughs> quite aware of him. He goes, I got him. I go, all right. And they go, Mr. They go, Zach. And I, I get up and left. And like, as I left, I looked at him again. I noticed he, he had all of his stuff there in black trash bags, much like his attire. And I'm not going to say he was not a Navy SEAL, but if he was, he was the first Navy SEAL ever. And uh, he might have fallen on Bin Laden if they threw him out of the plane. But it was the weirdest moment of my life. Just got me like, you ever heard of Bin Laden? And I was like, yeah, we've all heard of Bin Laden. I don't think he was dead yet. Did you like go back? Oh, he was dead. Yeah, he said he killed the nurse. You're you're like, hey, the the guy at the black trash. And they're like, did he tell you kill Bin Laden? Yeah, no, I did. I did. did. And she's like, yeah, it's it's fine. Don't worry about it. That's Roger. Don't worry. He he killed everyone. Yeah. (laughs) But I wondered if they kept going. If they kept going. As soon as you left, just yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I went up there like, oh, I was in a coast. Yeah, like they kept like it was a it was a really weird moment. And so it's it's stuff like that. Um, I mean, it's it's just a mixed bag. I I went there uh, recently for a problem with my hand, and it was fine. Yeah. Um, I I think it is getting better. Um, I um. I think people lack a lot of perspective in general. Um, there's a lot of different issues going on there. A lot of it is, especially in the military, you know, during my time frame, it's not so much now, but the the worst thing someone can tell you, especially during that time, is that you're not deployable. So, like, you really do, like, not take care of yourself. Yeah. Right? It's this mentality that, like, lingers with you. So, when you get out and you, you haven't gone through this stuff or you haven't gone through the system, you end up... Um, excuse me, um, um, making things harder for yourself. Cause you're, you like, there's a ton of Vietnam era people who've never uh, put in anything, uh, to be evaluated. And now they're having these issues and it's just kind of this constant barrage of stuff. And yeah. it's, you know, I, I feel for them and you know, it's, it kind of goes back to the page. Like I have these kind of hard and fast rules with it, which are like, I never, it feels like I'm trying to be a comedian, but I, I like to say like, I never punch down, which is like, I don't want to make fun of the VA just in general, because like, it doesn't help. Yeah. Yeah. And like my, I always say like, listen, we all are aware of the VA at this point. Like, um, if you have an idea about how to make it better, that's something, but they'll be like, well, it's bad, you know? Cause I mean, it's a really, really hard job. And I, I think people forget that. Yeah. Well, I think it's a thing too, where it's like, you, you, in your case, you benefit, you've benefited from it, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. you're like, Hey, this has had a positive impact. Mm-hmm. on my life, you know, mm-hmm. but going back to one thing you said where you were, you know, talking about the, what well, you got kill cliff. Yeah. This is a uh, kill cliff CBD. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Yeah. Uh, I can, I cannot oh. confirm or deny he's my dad, but we'll I see. cannot confirm or deny that I'm going on a show next week. Really? I, I mean, I can deny it. I'm not, but what you if I what? just drop that bomb? I'm like, what's up bitches? <laughs> Dude, I would. <laughs> I keep telling you, you're like five seconds away from changing your cell phone number. We'll see. We'll see about it. But I was going to say this. Um, you know, you talk, you're talking about these things. You're shit in a bag, right? Yeah, yeah. You're, you're, you're going in line mm-hmm. to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. The whole thing, your, your nose is getting redone, mm-hmm. right? I've never had an interest in military stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. I was like, oh, hell yeah, dude, Rambo and the Patriot, like sick, yes, you know? Yes. Um, and yeah. that was like really- Role models, yeah. Yeah, like that yeah. was my like extent yeah. of the whole thing. Yeah. And then kind of like 
I think my first open door that I walked through was when Trevor Thompson Mm -hmm. was on Joe Rogan. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, this dude's cool because he's like this artist. Yes. Yet like really well-spoken commando guy. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, this is, he's really cool. And then so on and so forth. But then I kind of started getting into like Black Rifle, Mm -hmm. right? And this whole other like world that I really had no idea was about like oh cool you're a veteran thanks like thanks for your service cool yeah. like appreciate it you know um but did you hear more and more stories of just like what what you and like other like men and women have been through mm-hmm. like it is mind-blowing dude like it it, it, it blows my mind like because you know i left high school I went and lived in a van and I was married to five of the dudes and I wore my sister's jeans every night, right? Like just screaming in front of people. One of those things is still happening. I'm still wearing my sister's jeans. Yes. There are no complaints, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> don't, don't stop. Hey guys, shout out to Brave Star Denim. If you use BRCC10, you get 10% <laughs> off on any Brave Star jeans. Is it BRCC10? Yeah, it's BRCC10. Yeah, yeah, and that's how you influence. That's how you influence. That's I'm an it. influencer. Yeah, that's all, there, that's, that's all there is to it. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, when when we went and talked to Lucas in Atlanta and he yeah. was telling us stuff like, dude, that was when I was like, whoa, what is like, what is this world? You know what I mean? And it's, and not everyone's story is the same, right? Yeah. Like, um, no, I don't want to interrupt. No, no, please. Yeah, I mean, that's all I'm saying. I'm, I'm like, I, it. It's fascinated me, right, to hear what's like what a lot of like men and women have gone through. You yeah. know what I mean? And then you kind of like maybe you talk to like Evan or mm-hmm. like some of these dudes, and it's like, holy shit, did you you live through that? Yeah, it, it's it's wild. Uh, my unit in the Marine Corps said so they told us we we're going to go on a mew. Right, it's a Marine Expeditionary Unit, so you like travel and do like peacekeeping operations and kind of civil stuff, like you assist during floods, and it's a base. Yeah, it's um you know a fleet of ships, and it's this whole unit that goes, goes and does everything. Well, at the last minute, they're like, you're going to Afghanistan. Wow. Which was... How old were you? Um, 20. I was 20. Yeah. Wow. And my my wife... I left... My daughter was born, and um, two days later, I, le- I left Nashville. They were both born here. And, um, um, yeah, I was, I was in Afghanistan a few weeks after that, about a week after that. How long were you there for? Seven months. Really? Yeah, I mean... The, the Marines, uh, the way there's a lot of ways we differ between the army. Um, but traditionally it was because, you know, people forget the Navy was because we were, we, that was commerce, right? Yeah. That was how stuff was transported. And yeah. so they had to have a fighting force. That's where the Marines come from a lot. Okay. Fighting off pirates, and different things like that. So what we do mainly is, um, we're like a pioneering force. So we would live, we would do seven month deployments and like we live outside. I'm sorry. I drank this uh, kill cliff a little too fast. Um, Stop it. I can't <laughs> help it. Um, no, I'm literally going to put it away. This, uh, um, and so like uh, the army, they do longer deployments, but they're a sustaining force, right? Yeah. They're bigger. They're yeah. at least double the size okay. that, that we are. So like we did that and like we lived outside for seven months out of a backpack doing patrols every day. Yeah, that I would say that that one felt like we were winning, and it was because we did. We had direct assets, so like if you call up and do an airstrike, it was there in you know less than two minutes. It's that quick. Um, yeah, that well, that's that's um, that's not usual. That's uncommon. Okay. Yeah. So like the way something like that. So like you would say like um, an artillery battery. So it's just like a gun line. Yeah. That'll be dedicated to like an entire region of uh, an area of operations. Okay. 
So Helmand Province, like it could be supporting all of that, right? Okay. And so we had one that was directly attached to us because we were a MU and it's just a base. It's supposed to be a fully functioning, all the air assets, everything, artillery, indirect fire, all of it's right there. And um, the second deployment was uh, into a town called Marja. Yeah, okay, I've heard of Marja. Yeah, they did a few documentaries about it. Yeah. And um, that one was not like that. Really? Yeah, it was It was every day it was fighting. <clears throat> um, wow. You know, I started out that deployment as a team leader. Um, and uh, by the end of it, I was a squad leader, which is um, we, we had to do a reorganization because we'd taken so many casualties and things oh, were so, geez, so hard. We, we lost a lot of people there. And, um, you know, it was I um, my my experience is I don't want to sound I don't want to come across as um, braggadocious, uh, but I had goals. Right. So I had yeah. a squad leader. His name's Ryan. Yeah, just believe by his last name. It's Ryan. Okay? okay. And um he told me once, he's like, always treat this like a job. Yeah. Cause like it'll come to an end. And at the end, you want them to ask you to stay. You don't have to ask them to stay. Yeah. Cause that's really how reenlistments work. Right. Yeah. I was like, okay. And so I treated it like a job and I accelerated and I was able to hold every position in an infantry rifle squad, which that doesn't happen in one enlistment. It takes most people two to three enlistments to do that, and I did it all in one. Wow. So at the end of it, I thought of it as like a sponge that I that I've wrung out. And, yeah. uh, it was like the best times is the worst of times. Like I have a memory of, you know, driving around and, you know, shoot, shooting out the back of, uh, allegedly on the back of vehicles that I sh- shouldn't have been shooting out of. Um, and also, <laughs> uh, I remember a time that we went to a wedding, my first deployment. That was really cool. You went to a wedding? Yeah. 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 Like a, like a villager's wedding. All right. So there I was. <laughs> Right? Deep in the desert. Deep in the desert, right? And so <laughs> NVGs at that time, you have to you have to make a deal with the devil with your NVGs. You need to see closer, you can see far, right? Because it's a, just one eye optic. They have way better stuff for people like Trevor and everything that they had. But the rest of us peons have what was left over in the bucket, and there's not a lot left. Okay. Right? <laughs> and that's uh, like, what is that, night vision? It's night vision goggles, okay. yeah. So it's over one eye, right? Oh, that seems hard. It isn't. It isn't. Okay. I mean, honestly, Afghanistan in particular has no noise or light pollution, so you can actually uh, do night patrols with just a little bit of moonlight. Really? Yeah, it's insane. It's an insanely beautiful place. Yeah. Wow. Um, and so, like, we're coming to this village, and you can hear music and like, <laughs> like all this stuff, and you're like, we had you know a bunch of intel in the area. They're they're moving around, and we can listen to what they say, like uh, over their inner their um, frequencies. And they try to use code words, but it's always funny because they don't they don't know the code words most time. And like it'll be like, "Hey, bro, let's go plant some cucumbers." What? Why are we Why are we gonna plant cucumbers? You know, road cucumbers. Oh, you mean bombs? Yeah, let's go plant some bombs. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, oh, my yeah. God. and that's how it would that's how it would come across. But um, so we were out there, um, you know, walking around. And you can see like it NVGs. Um, it's weird because, like, you can see different types of light. You know how a fire, you can see, like, the heat that comes off of sure, it? Sure, sure. So, like, it looks like all this stuff. And we came around the corner, and, like, I literally I just kicked down the door, and I went right, and the other guy went left. And, like, all of a sudden, there's just, and, like, everything just stops. Like, the record skips. And like, we look around, and there's, like, a woman being shoved off, you know, because it's their culture. We don't, you know, you definitely don't want to, like, do anything bad to that. And uh, we're like, hey, what's going on? The guy's like, it's a wedding. It's a wedding. Like, that's all he knew. Come, come. And we did. And we ate. We ate and uh, had rice and and meat and all this stuff. And so, like, I don't have the picture anymore. I used to have it um, of us, like, getting there. Cut to a few hours later, the most sick I've ever been in my entire life. Oh, no. Why why were you sick? Um, 
I don't know. I don't think they have a really strong FDA in Afghanistan. Uh, but <laughs> the upside was we all got these uh, Finnegan, I think it was, shots or something like that that um, knocked us out for like 48 hours because, I mean, it was just like uncontrollable vomit, diarrhea, the whole thing. But it was the first day off I'd had in like four months. So, so you're like thankful? Yeah, everybody else is upset. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh, did you have fun at your wedding? I was like, yeah, it was pretty good. I went, I basically had a hung. I was like, we were hungover. And like, so we got to sleep the next day off. And they're like, oh, well, we had to pick up the slack. And I'm like, well, is the war over? That's like I said to everyone. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not. All right. So but you, But you were hungover from like rice and goat? I was wildly sick from it. We were all we shouldn't have drank the water. Is probably what it was. Oh no! But it was. Uh, I'll never forget. It was cold and it was cool, and I was like, whatever. Yeah. Like I just and you put your hands. I mean, especially now and and you know it's the end times of the pandemic. <laughs> like you grab the rice and you grab the meat and you just like pop pop pop. I mean, it's a whole party there. It was the whole village. Wow. Yeah, we actually ended up working with some of the people after that and made the village a safe place. So like. <clears throat> When you go into a place like that, right? Yeah. <clears throat> After it's like you just like kicked in this dude's door, yeah. And then you're like, "Hey, go in that room to the lady." And the guy's like, "Hey, man, wait, yeah, come yeah. to this wedding." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you're sitting there with like guns and all, yep. like just like yep, just hanging out. Yeah. And they're like, "Cool, hey, man, you're you're all right in our book." Yeah, yeah. It's weird. It's super weird. It's super weird because it's. I always think about like, what if that happened like right now? Yeah. Well, first off, I'd, I'd kick you out of the way. I dropped the first one coming in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hell yeah. I've yeah. got my brass knuckles in here. I'd go for one. Yeah. I, yeah. Just, you know, go high and low. We'll just start. Yeah. Just, we'll, just start <laughs> we'll give them a three piece and a soda like uh, yeah. Jorge Masvidal, baby. Yeah. yeah. You can baptize. Yeah. We're going to baptize them, dude. Yeah. They're not waking up after. But no, it's um, it, it's wild because um, it's a world that's basically never changed. Yeah. And um, you would see the like weirdest things, right? So especially in that part of Af- of Afghanistan, it's mostly agricultural. They're cultivating uh, pot mainly, uh, pot and uh, op- opioids mainly. Yeah, a little Poppies. bit, of, little bit of cacao, cacao over there. Oh, uh, dude, there's the real Hindu Kush over there, bro. Yeah, allegedly. Um, yeah. I don't know what statute limitations are, but <laughs> I mean, like, so it's you'd see that and. Um, things have like never changed. And you know, the Russians were there before they say Afghanistan breaks empires. Yeah. And I remember I came across this field once and there was a battalion of tanks that had just been left there. Cause that's literally what they have. What happens? They got yeah. up and left. Yeah. They were stripped to the bone. You were telling about yeah. this the other day. Yeah. I have the picture on my phone. There's just, I guess they found a plasma cutter, you know? And then there was this old guy who came up to this one. He's like, I kill white boys before I'll kill them again. That's literally what it translated as. Yeah. Really? He had like, six fingers between two hands like he he definitely you know he'd taken out some ruskies in his day and he was not scared of us because most of the part they didn't know about like a president they know like it's literally isolation yeah like agricultural hamlets and um you'd see that and so honestly it was never really that hard to spot like certain things like uh the taliban that would come into town mm-hmm. so they're basically the mob um yeah yeah you know because they have um they're like hey you know sell Sell us the stuff, you know, grow, grow poppy for us so we can make heroin or we'll kill you. And there's not like, oh, you can't report that to anybody. Yeah. But you could always spot them because they always had like weird makeup and soft hands and tennis shoes. Who did? The Taliban. Why yeah. do they have weird makeup? It's like part of their culture. They'd always have like this weird like eyeshadow and their hands were always like soft, like very non-labor ever worked in a field soft. And they'd always have like retro shoes. Eyeshadow? Yeah, like, was, yeah, like it's weird, like a rouge type thing. It was, it was super weird. 
The culture is really insane, actually. The Taliban culture. Yeah, like I, I don't know what it, like I remember being like because like you you notice like the weirdest things like they'd always have like Jakar Noir or whatever is that how you say it that because you're like you're in the middle of nowhere like there's just field you're covered in sweat yeah and sweat so much that like when you take off your shirt it dries stiff from the salt right so it like sounds like I'm not gonna lie it sounds like being on tour <laughs> basically yeah so like you'd you'd like notice these except like, I don't get shot at <laughs> yeah you'd be like why is why does it smell weird all of a sudden like you pick up different stuff which also you can like you go into like certain rooms you could tell they made IEDs in that room right because it there's ammonia uh, nitrate and aluminum flakes is what they used at that time for you're like, why is that sock standing up in the corner? Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. That, no, no, no. I'll dream you, catcher. You know, dream catcher. I'll tell you a dream catcher story after this. But um, um, no, so like, but the biggest thing was they had shoes. They had tennis shoes on. Yeah. They, they have to run. Wow. Everybody else has sandals. So like you see a guy like ro- rocking like some retro shoes that, you know, I would probably pay a lot of money for now. Yeah. Um, just like, oh, yeah, no Talib. And they're like always... I think they're sneaky, but like it so was. Like, yeah, why is your boy got an RPG and wearing Yeezys? What the fuck? It's basically what it is. So like, what I fuck. the best analogy I have for it is like, imagine like you're just in a regular place, yeah. And then like you see like somebody dripping in Versace. That's like what it would be like when they would like roll through and they'd be like, oh, don't you know, just you know, salam. Yeah, you know, it's like try to blend in, but they never, never. Really, you could always see them, and then you wouldn't see them. But yeah. really, yeah, there's like weird little things that would use to like help you identify people out of place. And, like, you start to get to know people. Like, you do the same thing every day. Like, you're walking around talking to the villagers, talking around to the elders, the imams, which are, like, their pastors. Sure, sure. Do you – man, dude. And how many times did you go to Afghanistan? Twice. Twice? Yeah. So, like, all together, how long were you there for? 14 months. 14 months? Yeah, seven months twice, yeah. Jeez, dude. Yeah. What do you think is, like, the biggest lesson you learned? Because you're a funny guy. Yeah. Thanks. Like, you're like a really funny dude, yeah, you know? You. But, you, like, um, I can't imagine that. I can't imagine, like, being, like, shot at and, like, hanging out. And, it's like, really, oh, there's it's, it's bombs. not that big of a deal. You say that. Well, it's, it's not like what you, it's not like what you, it's, it is and it isn't. So yeah. it's not like what you think. Like, I remember my first firefight. Okay. Right. And my team leader, he looked at me, he goes, crack, and my arm's out as far as it can go. It's not far. And he goes, crack, that's fine. Whiz, you got problems. And he just like put his hand on my helmet and he, he like went over to sh- go shoot somebody and I was shooting a different direction. And I was like, okay, you know, okay. You know, and I was like, boop, boop, boop. And I, I didn't have laser eye surgery yet, which is another thing I got from the Marines. Um, but I was blind as a bat. So I had these, these goggles that if they turned the wrong way, they'd start a forest fire, right? They're prescription rated, uh, prescription ballistic rated glasses. And like, um, I'm like looking around and all of a sudden, crack, crack. I'm like, okay, we're fine. <laughs> like it happens once and you're like, okay. And then you shoot back. Um, cause I mean, they're trying to kill you. It's not, it's not like, um, it's never, it's never, um, preemptive in that way. I have to say I have from a <clears throat> undisclosed contact that I have. Yeah. I don't know if I'm supposed to have these things, mm-hmm. but I got these like Oakley's ballistic yeah, yeah. goggles. Yeah. Yeah. And they like they get with like shooting glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. But I guess I was told it's like what the Navy SEALs use. Yes. And who I got them from, they were like, "Hey, you either bash these in a million pieces, or like you never allowed to sell them or something like that." Yeah, yeah. I was just yeah. like, "Sick." Yeah, there's yeah, you know, I, I know what you're talking about. So um, I got those, and I literally just like walk around my house sometimes. And I'm just like, "What's up?" Yeah, no, I, I have <laughs> I have a similar. Yeah, you know, I do it too. Yeah. Okay. I tell my kids, it's like, you know, your dad used to be cool, and they're like, whatever, you know. <laughs> they're, they're 
you know, they're double digit <laughs> age now. So I'm like not even close to cool in their eyes. Yeah. Um, but no, it's, it's, it's wild. Um, I, I think the greatest lesson I, I learned, um, so there was this guy, there was this guy and, uh, I'm on a patrol and I'm on a road and I was a squad leader at this time. And it was my last tour. And there was this guy and he had come out to bury his daughter according to the, their faith. Right. Mm. And uh, we didn't know any of that. But at the time there was this vehicle that wasn't stopping, like coming towards us. And, um, you know, we, uh, there was a lot of Taliban movement in the area and he was trying to get this stuff done. This guy got out and, um, you know, we we're talking and doing all this stuff and finally get to a point where I like pull out my pistol and we're getting close. And I'm like, stop moving. And like the interpreter's like, he's trying to bury this child. He's like, otherwise it's, it's against our faith and he knows all the risks. And so we let him pass and we tried to make sure the, the route was safe as, as much as we could. And, um, I don't know, it's just something I think about a lot that like, uh, we're really just people. And, uh, my heart always kind of goes out for them in the end. Cause they're really just caught in the, the middle of it. I mean, the president, president Karzai at the time he came through, they didn't know who the president was. They didn't know what a president, like we had their flag out. They're like, what's that? And I was like, that's your country's flag. Like they didn't know. Um, wow. Yeah. And, uh, at the same time you see people with like, you know, blackberries and their one cell phone tower in the whole country, which the Taliban would shut down all the time. But, uh, you know, it taught me a lot about life. And um, I have these, I have stupid sayings, but I always say that like, um, you know, trauma in general, or just life experience in general, um, there's like blessings and it's like a blessing and a curse. Like the yeah. curse, the curse is that it changes your ability uh, to care about less important things. Yeah. Um, but it blesses you to understand like the reality of your world. Right. Yeah. And so there's so my like metrics of things that like bother me is really low, like, like to a point to where like I have to like work on it and wow. I, like, I am working on it. Yeah. Cause like, it's just not that big of a deal to yeah. me. It's, it's almost like, um, you know, the world is, you know, my wife gets onto me sometimes. She's like, you just don't seem to care about those things. I was like, it's not that I don't care. It's just like, you know, I'm, I was once behind a wall and a rocket got shot at it. So knocked me back. I got up and we just stayed there. So yeah. like, I don't care <laughs> about like PTA meetings and stuff. Yeah. But like it, that's the, the blessing is like you have that knowledge, but the curse is that it ends up distancing you from people in the end. If you don't uh, work on it, which I'm actively working on. That's awesome. And do you find like you have to work towards the things that like your wife is not to like, get in your marriage or whatever, but you're like, yeah, you have to, you have to work on things like, like, Okay, I know X, Y, and Z person is passionate about this. Yeah. It's so, like I have to work on being passionate about it yeah, because yeah. No, they've I, never experienced a rocket flying at them. Yes. Right? No, yeah. that that is a hundred percent real thing. I think that's real with like any um thing, any relationship in life is is and like with with her especially, I have she was there, we knew each other before and she's the only there's like another wife that's still married, but we're the only ones that are still together from our time in. Mm. And so it's funny. She's like this den mother to these heathens, which are my friends. And they're like uncles. They are uncles to my children. Yeah. And uh, she has this um, unfeathered access to them that they've granted her. Wow. Right? Because they like see her as a part of this community. And um, I've never been like, hey, you can't notice my wife. They're like, oh, that's, that's you know, that's ex-wife, you know. Yeah. Um, but like she stands on her own entirely. And um, 
you know, it's just like trying to understand that like not everybody has those experiences. It doesn't make me better or worse. Um, it's, it's just a different journey in life. Like yeah. your journey is way more interesting than mine. And I don't know about that, well, <laughs> but no. I think that goes back and forth though. Well, right? Yeah, so, yeah. Well, so like that's, that's the thing, right? Um, they talk about like veteran entitlement. Okay. Right. And it's entitlement's like a real thing to exist in any, uh, any like very privileged culture. Right. Mm-hmm. And like most recently there was this Marine captain. Oh God, it makes me mad. Can't even talk about it. Um, he wrote an open letter in the Marine Corps Times, which is like their paper, saying, Dear Cambridge, pay for my MBA program. Right. Oh, didn't Coffee or Die just release a thing about this? Yeah, lampooning him in the very best way. Yeah. Carl Forsling wrote about it. And he is he actually spoke very well. He I, said have, it's I peak, haven't read it, but I, I saw it's it. It's peak veteran entitlement because it is. Okay. Right. So like first off, he like wrote he got into this school, which is incredible. Yeah. Cambridge, you know, they don't let many people in. Their business program graduate business program even less. Blah, blah, blah. But like he's upset that they won't pay for it, right? It's not even our country. So GI Bill and everything else, blah, blah, blah. It's just the audacity that someone who's not only in the military and a veteran, but also an officer, right? They're taught to be like the highest example of military. Like the military sees officers as like the example of what they want it to be. Yeah. And he's still out there being like, you should pay for my college instead of, you know, I found a way to pay for my college. Um, there's veteran programs out there. It just took a small, honestly, a small amount of research. Yeah. And I, I got two, I got a graduate and a bachelor's degree because of it. Wow. Um, and I was even paid while I was going through there. There's the GI bill, there's yellow ribbon school. There's all these things out there, but I can't imagine my worst day, like pandering or saying like, you, you should pay for this because of what I've done. And I'm pretty sure I haven't even done anything. So yeah. that's like part of it. Like, you know, I, I don't know. We should it, get Jack Carr to write about his ass. Jack, yeah. And James Reese take care of him. Yeah, uh, Kyle Reese, yeah. Not Kyle Reese. His name is it, James Reese. Is it? Why am I thinking Kyle? What am I thinking of? I'm thinking of something else. Never mind. I don't know who that is. I'm thinking of Chris Kyle. That's what it is. The Navy SEAL guy. Sorry. American sniper guy. Yes, yeah. yes. No, um, but no, uh, it's this um, thing to where, like, if that's what people were doing, it's it's really because there's been things that have happened along the way. Like I've had a ton of experiences, you know, like when I went to the school here in town, I got to meet certain people, got to do these events and like, it's all really cool, but I've never been like, Oh, it's because I'm a veteran. I have these things. Like my my thing's always been different. Like I brought my family along Mm -hmm. or like I would, you know, bring people who I know don't have that opportunity. Like I've never been like, Oh, this is because of whatever. And so it it really kind of speaks more towards the fact that we've slid into a point to where someone feels okay to like pen an open letter to one of the most prestigious universities ever and say like, you should pay for it because of what I've done. Yeah. By the way, it's not for your country. It's for my country, but you still pay for it. Yeah. It's a real bummer to be honest. It sounds like a bummer. Yeah. It's just, it's embarrassing. Do you, do you find like, do you look back on that and you're just like, yeah, it was a, it was a good job. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Cause I don't feel like, I mean, you and mean, I was, I was, you mean, mean, I was good at it. Yeah. There's no other way to say it. Like I was really good at it. Yeah. Like, I, I got you, a sergeant you, in like four years. Is that high? Yeah. Out of nine, nine ranks, I got five of them. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. What's the highest one? General? Uh, in the enlisted, it's sergeant major. Sergeant major. Just in the enlisted class, yeah. Okay. See, because I, I have to tell the story. He goes, you were coming over here the other day, yeah, yeah. right? And he yeah. goes, hey, I'm going to be there at like 
between 1200 and 1300 and i go yeah i only know I call of duty can you translate that for me yeah and uh and he just goes oh and he, what time was it it was 12 uh, to 1 it was 12 to 1 yeah i don't know any about that and <laughs> i had to meet yeah well i was i was in atlanta and i was texting you i was like i have a meeting from 12 to 13 i can text you after that yeah. I'll, I'll let you know and the meeting got canceled so i was able to come in early I was being at this time and I felt, and I, I still now feel like such a tool, right? <laughs> Cause dude, and then, and then even tonight he's like, Hey, I'll be there like at 2011. And I go, dude, that was 10 yeah, years yeah, ago. <laughs> yeah. That was actually, that was good. Yeah. Yeah. I was on the phone with my friend. He's like, who we got you, bud. And I was like, yeah, yeah, he did. Um, well, no, and it's, that's, I mean, yeah, it's a really accurate way to tell time. Um, but I mean, it's also like from being in healthcare, that's how they do it. Most yeah. places for charting everything. Yeah. And honestly, I'm a tool. So like, <laughs> That's all part of it. Cause like, how else would you constantly be reminded of my service unless I passive aggressively remind you of what time it is? Yeah. yeah. As yeah. a veteran, I have that right. <laughs> no. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Cause I, you know, I have, I have, there, it's, I'm happy to do it. Right. Listen, like, like I, I, some dudes will reach up like, Hey man, do you have like a veteran discount? And I'm like, yeah, here, I'll take this much off your hat. That's like, cool. Whatever. You know, I'm, I'm happy it's to weird. do stuff like that. It's, it's weird that like, it's a thing. Yeah, but they'll have some like one dude's bought like two hats from me, and I was like, we were just talking. And he's like, oh yeah, dude, like when I was back in like in Afghanistan, I was like, are you are you a veteran? And then I realized, like, yeah, but I don't know many people who would go on like just vacation like in Afghanistan. People used to though. That's what's weird. Well, back in the day, dude, back it's in like, the seventies, yeah, I was, can like, tell an, you, it's it gorgeous. amazing. It's gorgeous. It's the only yeah. place I've seen shooting stars. There's nothing like it. It's wow. the most beautiful place in the world wow. at night. Yeah. Every different type of, you know, environment, it's it's absolutely gorgeous. It's just caught in this never-ending war. Turmoil. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just chaos. I mean, there's a lot of reasons. You can – 70% of the world's uh, opioids come – I mean, uh, heroin is grown there. Yeah. Um, it's also – it's very, very rich in minerals, um, a lot of uh, natural mineral deposits, and mm-hmm. it's just kind of chaos. It's basically – it's not just chaos. It's easily bought is what I should really? say. Yeah, like um, – um, I'm, their political leaders are highly influenced by, you know, outside parties. Yeah. On like a regular, it's like well-known. Wow. God, dude. It's but it was fun. It was great. I loved it. Like I, yeah. I literally loved it. Really? I could do it for, oh, I could have, I could have done it forever, but it, it comes at too high a cost. Like, yeah, yeah I just have to, I'd never be around. I mean, I was, I was in the infantry. So like, I didn't want to do anything else because that's, that's the thing. Um, it's the highest, like when you train for it and you get to do it, like it is living. It's very, I mean, it's very sim- simplistic living. Like you just wake up, survive and you go back to sleep. Um, but I mean, it's a rush when you hear cracking a whiz and you just keep going or like you're ro- walking through a field and rounds start skipping. You're just like, oh, this is, this is, this is it. This is it. Like you're, you're firing on all cylinders. You can hear things, you can smell things. You can, you know, things you didn't know, um, all sorts of stuff. Wow. Yeah. It's like uh, it's a very primal state that becomes alive in you. Yeah. Because you need it. Like it doesn't seem like a big thing, but like you're walking in the middle of a dirt field and you start smelling like a high concentration of like whatever. It's ammonia. It's because there's like I there could be IEDs or whatever or like weird stuff like that. Like you notice the very subtle changes in your uh, new reality. Wow. Yeah. God, dude, that's. 
I'm just so blown away by uh, like, your old job. Yeah, like, it was. Shit. It was. I mean, it was. It was cool. I had a call sign. It was like a whole thing. What was your call sign? Two one actual. What does that even mean? It, uh, second platoon, first squad, actual. That means me. If you were to say like two one, you would be talking to my radio operator. But actual is like I'm the actual person. Like you want? They want to touch like to the yeah. to, to the head honcho. Yeah, the dog. Yeah, big dog. Yeah. The big, <laughs> they yeah. call me Big Poppy back in the yeah. day. Yeah, back yeah. in the <laughs> opioid fields of Afghanistan, they yeah. call me Big Poppy. Yeah, I always say like back when the GWAT was hot and coin was cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, because uh, coin GWAT's global war and terror and coins counterinsurgency. Like it was, it was, it was. I don't know. I, it's weird. It's weird, but it's. Cause it's still that way. Yeah. Like a good friend of mine, I was in the Marines with, he, uh, he works in New York times and he's still there. He's like, it's still the same. Wow. He's still the same. Still the exact same. But do you feel like now, like being on tour, right? When I was on tour, new city yeah. every night yeah. shows playing for a couple hundred people every night, right? Living the dream. I was like, I'm, I'm, these are the golden days of my life, right? Yeah. Like I'm in the, like, this is it. Yeah. But then look, but now I'm like, wow, like, okay, my, my business is kind of moving and grooving. Yeah, like I'm meeting like really rad people and, and providing for my family. I have two kids now. I'm yeah. like, now I'm like, this is living. Yeah. But I, I feel like it's like, I don't know, maybe there's like, you know, golden year, golden years, right? Like, yeah, maybe those years aren't always clustered together. Right. Like, no, where it's I, like, I definitely agree with there's that. Sp- like, I feel like they're like spaced out through your life, you know, because it's like, you had this awesome yeah. job. Yeah. And I quit and you quit. It was, I mean, the recruiter was like, you're an idiot. Really? Yes. Yeah, we retention specialist. He's like, you're going to miss shooting grenades out of your rifle. Yeah. He was like, I don't know why you're doing this. Wow. I was like, I want to see my family. Yeah. He's like, well, they can come with you. <laughs> no, no like really. their suitcases. Like you literally just drag them all over the world. Yeah. You never get to see them. Yeah. Um, and yeah, no, it's, it's weird. Like it's kind of all over the place. And, I do think about like what happened. I had made plans of like what to do. I was thinking about being an officer because their quality of life is so much better and their pay is insane. Yeah. Um, and opportunities after service are the highest. Okay. Um, but no, it's, I'm in this place now where like it is reminiscent of that. Like everything feels possible. Mm-hmm. Like right now. Dude, Cause you're doing cool shit. Yeah. You know that, right? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Like did your Instagram page, when I saw it, I was like, this is so cool. Yeah. Like there's so much you can do with it and that you have like the veteran spin. Like, because, okay, you, you already brought them up. So it's like, well, you see do the sign. Yeah. yeah. It's always like, turn yourself on off in the movie theater. Yeah, yeah. No one cares. You got the vaccine. What, yeah. Whatever it is. Right. Yeah. No, he, but, he wants you to take the vaccine. Yeah. yeah. No, he does. Yeah. yeah man, you fucking uh, yeah, take yeah. the red pill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like when I see your stuff, and it's like you're with Tim. It's like just a good old boy. Tim you know, who? So, Tim Montana. Yeah. Do you know that guy? Yeah, he's all right. He's all right. He's all right. He's I right. need to get a new intro done for the show, though. I would. So. I would do dead silence over a 10 Montana intro. I, and that's what we're kind of, that's what we're kind of leaning towards. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's all right. Somehow that man seems to haunt me. And even like, no matter what I do, it's like, oh, do Tim Montana. I'm like, fuck, man. Damn. Yeah, I make his hats. Yeah, like, yeah. What do you want from Real me? life Force Gump. I'm just kidding. I love you, TM. Um, <laughs> I'm going to see you uh, next week. Um, no, I, I love him. He's um, a lot of, it's, I mean, I've, you've been around, you've been in the music industry too. Mm-hmm. And so I've been around here since 2011. And everybody's, everyone is a country music artist. Everyone sings. Mm-hmm. Everyone's got a Spotify, SoundCloud, whatever. And it's a real bummer. Because most of their music is, I mean, trash, 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 
crash in a pickup truck. We're gonna go down with the big road. Gonna make some dirt. We're gonna let it go, let it go now. Burn out of town, let it go now. That's let it go from sellout boys. Sellout boys, where are you from? Man, we're just two boys from North Carolina. We're just trying to make it work. We're trying to make it work, man, yeah. Yeah. Hey, mom and Paul, they grew up, uh, you know, lobbyists for the tobacco industry, but we're doing all right. Can I give know? a shout out, man? We'll give a shout out to Billy, man, my brother. Yeah. It's just always the oh, same yeah. thing, and it's uh, it's rough. And so, like when I when I met when I met Tim for the first time, he's fucking awesome. I I I did not have any worries because um, every everyone that like Logan and stuff was like, hey, go talk to him. I was like, was well, he is he cool or is he like? Because they uh, they don't they don't live here in Nashville. They don't know that like people are like constantly just like. <sighs> I gotta sell, gotta sell. You know, yeah. like they have that kind of like artist. It's who you, man. Oh, you know, what I'm talking about people who are like feverish. Yes. Yeah. Because yes. they're, they're like, hey, you know, I session for, you know, do dude, what, I gotta write. I gotta write with so and so, man. Yeah. The, it's, it's just I gotta lot. write. They're dude. like, yeah, they're 20 people in a room and someone famous. It, it's it's rough because, hey, man, I want to talk. I want to talk about you. You're a veteran. And like, what they really want is, excuse me, I met a few of them who were like, uh, basically just want to, hey, can I just take, what you're saying and make a really bad song about it. Um, and so it's, it's rough. But like when I met him, like he's, he's just a guy who's doing all these things and like, he loves his family. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Um, I want to say, I was like, he reminds me of, uh, Waylon Jennings country and rocks like Leonard Skinner. Yeah. Like it's, it's just stuff. And, um, I was able to listen to his new album, uh, long shots comes out April 9th. Don't put that on here. Don't put that on here. Yeah, don't put that on here. Tim Montana Long Shots comes out April 9th. The Pride of uh, Elk, whatever it's called. Um, Elk Snout. Yeah. Elk Snout Montana. Yeah, it all sounds like hunting camps. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, um, I was like, man, this, this is just good. Like, this is just a guy who's like really doing it. And to see what he's doing now and like where his career is going, it's incredible. And he's, man, I say this generous. all the time. Yes. It's he's, insane. He's the most. Again, especially for this town, it's super rare because people hold on to that stuff. You can make plans with Tim. Yeah, yeah. No. You can be like, hey, did you want to hang out on Friday? He'd we can like, text yeah. him right now. Yeah. And I you know, I know I, I don't want to sound like a dick, whatever. But I know I know a lot of people here, right? Like yeah. whatever. I know that sounds terrible, but you get what I'm saying. Well, no, but that's yeah, no, we're talking. Yeah. Yeah. And so you'd be like, hey dude, on on Wednesday, do you want to grab a cup of coffee at six PM or yeah. grab a beer or whatever? And it'd be like and it's and they say this is Monday, right? And it'd be like, Oh dude. Yeah, that sounds awesome. That sounds awesome. Let I'll let you I'll let you know Wednesday afternoon. Yeah. Like an hour before, yeah. like at five. Yeah. And it's like, well, why? No, like, well, I, I kind of have this other thing, but if that doesn't work out, then then I'll let you then I'll come with you. Yeah. It's because everyone in this town is looking for the next best thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you have to be like because something might pop up. And then they feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. They feel like uh, somebody will see them or somebody will hear them. And but they might get this right with so-and-so, man, like going to this book studio. Right yeah. Song, man. Heard this hit. Yeah. Uh, Sellout Boys, their new, their new song, Tractor, Tractor, Let's Go Faster. <laughs> um, I can't even listen to the radio anymore. Hey, who am I? David almost spit on his kill cliff. Does anybody even, I bet you guys know who I'm doing an impression of. Um, he wears glasses and country music. That's the end Fucking of it. Bobby. Oh, oh. Hi, I'm just like you. We're all the same. <laughs> We're all the same. I'm an American Idol. <laughs> um, yeah. No. I got no problems with Bobby Bones. If he wants to buy a hat, I'll take his money. Um, no, it's 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 not him. <laughs> Allegedly. In, in my mind, I always envision like when he's off, when he's off uh, the air, he's like, 
All right, listen up. I'm, I'm really. I need you guys to bring me something else. This is getting old, <laughs> you know. But he's cheap on cigarettes. Yeah, he's just like, who's next? I don't care. Tim McGraw. Tell him I said wait outside. Wait outside, Tim. <laughs> yeah, he like flicks a butt at him. But um, no, because it's weird. This is Music City, so um, yeah. To meet someone as um, incredible as him, and as Bobby Bones, or uh, not Bobby Bones. Uh, I haven't <laughs> met him. I, no, no, I haven't met him. No, I, I mean I've, I've met a ton of people. Um, I've I known Charlie. I knew Charlie Daniels before he passed. Um, his yeah. uh, manager is like a really good friend of mine. Yeah, my families. That's awesome. Um, his um, this will give it away. But his scholarship even covered when the GI Bill didn't cover when I was going to a certain school in town, and uh, to meet him, you know, all sorts of different people. I mean, he was and is a living was a living. Uh, he is a music country music legend. Like what he did. Yeah, and he was larger in life playing every day. Yeah, you know, playing every day up until the very end. And it yeah. Was, it was it was a real it was a real bummer actually going to his funeral. It was it was it sucked. There's yeah. no other way to say it. It sucked. Yeah. Um. But like he he would tell like the coolest stories of like he heard. I remember he heard. I was uh, talking to his manager. I uh, was doing some stuff with him for their nonprofit, which helps veterans uh, journey home project. And um, I done an interview with them, and uh, uh, they call him the old. He always called him the old man. He's like the old man came in and. Uh, He's telling a story about something. Oh, he heard uh, Pearl Harbor happen on the radio in Wilmington, North Carolina when it happened. Like he was six, right? And then he then proceeded to tell me how cool his Apple Watch was and like all the things he could do with it. And I was like, oh my God, this man has seen like the full spectrum of life. Yeah. He's like, he remembers Pearl Harbor and he's like, look, I can text. I can talk. Look at that. David got it for me. He's like, I can do all this stuff. And I was just like, uh, it's it like a, <laughs> hard to like take it all in, but. You know, and so to be around all these things and see all the stuff and, you know, I, I'm really just excited for him. I'm excited for you. And like, it's, it's cool. Like Nashville's that we'll, we'll be doing a documentary in like 10 years. Like, um, I'll probably start smoking again and be like, yeah, bro, I was there, you know, like talking about it, like Greenwich village in like the sixties or whatever. Yeah. Being like, yeah, bro, it was a real scene. It was a real scene. There's it was a- popping every night, man. That was just fucking crazy. Yeah. I knew Gage. That was, that was pre mercury. He really wanted to get into the hat thing. Dude, what is up with you? You and like Evan, Evan just like, do you use mercury in your hats? I'm like, no bitch. That's illegal. I Cause can't. you should see everyone's um, like use mercury. Yeah. I feel like you're eventually going to be like uh like pure drop culture and be like, listen, I'm not saying it doesn't have mercury in it, but it does. But it does. And, just, and, it'll be, and I'll be like, and that was when he lost it. That was, yeah. when he, that was when he couldn't take it anymore. He was like all into it, man. He went all full like Mad Hatter, you know? No, it's, um, it's cool. And so like life, I mean, life, life now is, is, um, it, it's incredible, but I mean, it, it's, this year was hard. I mean, I had the three hardest weeks of my life. In yeah. March. Yeah. Um, I got hospitalized, not March, uh, in June I got hospitalized and, um, I had some internal bleeding. It was really bad. And, uh, the next week, uh, my best friend took his life. And then the next week I got laid off from an unknown, unnamed company here in town. And so Fucking Costco, it was Costco. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I wish they would hire me. Um, but no, it was, it was at the same time the page was really starting to take off. Black yeah. rifle had like reached out and stuff and yeah. kill cliff and others. And, I was uh, I was about to shut it down actually. Were you really, dude? Yeah. yeah, I think about shutting it down all the time. How come? I don't know. I really don't know. A part of me like feels responsible for it. Um, you seen the movie V for Vendetta? Oh yeah. 
you know, at the end where they go to un- Natalie Portman, shouts out to Natalie Portman. Yeah, shout out to Natalie. Yeah. yeah. My daughter's godmother. Uh, good for you. Um, <laughs> literally, literally, as like imprinted in my mind from Star Wars on, just she's the best. Um, yeah. But it, she goes to unmask V, but she doesn't. Mm-hmm. Right. And so the, the takeaway is like anybody can be the change they want to see. Yeah. And so the change I want to see is I want my people in my community to stop taking their own lives because I've lost more people mm. afterward than I did to it. And um, I I try to practice this idea of uh, like radical honesty. I call it like radical candor mm-hmm. just to try and help because I feel like if I'm more honest, may, more transparent, maybe everyone else will be and get the help they need. And um, sometimes I just don't feel like I'm doing that. I just don't mm-hmm. feel like we're being that effective. And, um, you know, I, um, I, I think about doing that and this literally the second I think about doing it, somebody will say something about how it's changed their lives. Wow. And and so that's, um, it's, it's been a big shift. It's been a big shift from like, I have an idea to this idea starting to catch fire. Like now it's like on its own trajectory and like, I have to like hold the reins of it. Yeah. Because like, um, I said to be responsible. I'd say like responsible with my platform, but that's all I can think of. Cause yeah, like I'm today's April fools. And I made April fools joke that I got a cease and desist from. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> but awesome. yeah, but no, it's, this is, it's a perfect snapshot of the world. Like there's three stories, bop, bop, bop. Right. And most people are like, first one, no. And so there's all these DMS of like, no, how could you? And I'm like, just keep clicking, bro. Like, they're like, <laughs> Um, in my mind, it's like they're reading a book and like page one, this book sucks, throws it away. Yeah. This is basically what they did. Yeah. But they don't get to it. And then it's that. And then people will be like, oh, you had me. Yeah. So um, there's really just, you know, kind of whatever humor. But I mean, I, it's all just a big writing project. So it's like a, uh, I won't say meta narrative, but it's like a narrative where I'm shaping it out to where like, you know, I think uh, the next one I'm going to be doing will be like uh, more serious um, Gosh, or hard hitting. That's all right. We'll cut that out in post, right? Yeah. We'll cut that out. Cut that out. Shouts out 10 months. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, long shots downloaded now. Um, <laughs> I, I love him. I'm seeing him in a week. Um, I think you'll probably be there. Um, Actually, uh, what's the date today? This will probably come out. Let's try to get this one out on the ninth. Yeah, that would be hilarious. That'd be if awesome. If, if, we'll like, try to do that. On the if night. everyone promotes your this podcast. <laughs> If it's like, wait, 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 stop what you're doing. Stop. We'll do it. We'll get what this one doing? out on the ninth. We'll do it. Like what's happening today? No, it's, it's great. I, I love it. Um, <laughs> I love him. Um, no, it's, it's, uh, I can't remember what I was saying. Sorry. You were saying you're telling this story, like this narrative. Like, well, like, like yeah, it's, it's like a balance of like yeah. gut punches. Right. Yeah. So like his real kind of moment was when the Sergeant Major of the Army um, he was like, Hey, I was, I told him, I was like, Hey, I saw you're like reaching out to the internet. So that's cool. I was like, I have an idea. Do you want to meet up? And he's like, yes, I have this date, this time, whatever. And so he's the highest enlisted man in the biggest branch of the military. And I got an hour on his calendar. I was like, when was this? Um, recently I was like, we're going to DC. You went to DC? I went to DC. Yeah. It's super weird. I've been there several times, but like, it is weird now. Yeah. Stuff's closed down. Like. The pictures on the page, but there's one you can see the Lincoln Memorial and the World War II Memorial, and we're across the road at the Washington Monument in the shadow of the Washington Monument. And every other time I've been there, there's been people there. Yeah. But like, there's no one there. 
we walked the full length of the reflecting pond and it was us and maybe five other people. Wow. It's crazy. I love DC, man. I love going to all the natural history, like the museums and stuff out there. Oh no, it's, it's insane. Like, um, my dad's pictures him at the Smithsonian museum. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's legit. Yeah. Did he work for the Shmi May? The what? The CIA? Oh no, 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 no. He's a he's he's a laser diagnostics technician. My dad built like the second biggest laser in the world. Oh, okay. So what does he really do? He used to cut timber in Oregon. Now he okay. builds no, lasers. Start over. So start with the laser story. <laughs> what does he really do? Right? I yeah. say what he really does. <laughs> Aliens. Bob Lazar. Your dad. Cover up. <laughs> David Fravor. Tic Tac video. It's all there. Elon's trying to save us because he's from another dimension. Yeah, I believe that. No, I, I mean, your, your dad's in the Smithsonian Museum for a laser. audio air quote laser. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, buddy. I believe it. It's like him and like a group of other dudes are all like staring around, like smiling. Like, are they alive? My dad? Yeah, I think no, so. No, I know your dad's alive. I mean, are the people. Is, I don't, is this, I don't, this sounds like a highly redacted photo. <laughs> Like there's bars over everyone's eyes except your dad. And you're like, yeah, Dude, dad's you just can, making lasers. You can look it up online. It's called the Z-beamlet. Just, I believe you. What I'm saying <laughs> is I think your dad's part of a larger alien-based conspiracy. He probably is. He's going to get like his clearance taken away like, like from, the, from this podcast. <laughs> He's going to be like, come on, guys. It's already coming out with the COVID bill. And he's like, no, no, we can't release no, it. No, 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 no. Like, hey, uh, man, you guys, you're fired. Why? Well, your son put out a podcast on April 9th, also the same day Long Shots by Tim Montana came out, and uh, he was saying some shit. What if he's like, all right, all right, all right, guys, full disclosure, who wants a hat? Who wants a hat? You want a hat? You want a hat? My son's the best. Listen, 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 listen. listen. Hey, you'd look good. You'd look good in one of his hats. (laughs) We call him right now. uh, Sorry, we're in a bunker underground in Arizona, (laughs) wherever he is. Um, No, it's. no, it's, it's, DC's great. It's, it's wild, but like there was no one there. And so like, I'm having this moment, like we're talking, we did like a live thing and like we got back in the car afterwards. I remember we got back in the, the rental and I was like, holy shit. Like we just really did that. That was, that was insane. Cause my partner was there. You meeting that guy was like me meeting Evan Hafer. Yeah. Well, yeah, and then I mean, like I've all, it's it's insane. I mean, I also interviewed like Tulsi Gabbard as well. Um, you know, she ran for president and stuff, and she did a sign for the page. The hottest politician right <laughs> she's now. She's a very very nice lady. <laughs> oh my god, she's, she's she's like cool. It's it's weird. It's weird because like she ran for president, not like you know Bobby and Fred that like are on the ticket as a prank. Like she yeah. ran for president. Yeah, yeah. And, like, dude, when she fucking wiped the floor with that. With Kamala Harris, that was fucking. That was a awesome. sudden death move. I was like, "Holy yeah. shit!" And then, of course, once she did that, they were like, "No." Yeah, and I mean, she she's she, the hottest pit bull in the politician market, baby. She's an incredible person. Um, <laughs> I like her a lot. You should listen to her. She's got a five hour long podcast with Jocko. Which I cannot listen. That's way too long. It. It is really long, but it's actually really worth it. It's incredible to like hear the, all the details she goes in. Talking about like she really talks about like the rise and fall of her career and people being like, "What are you doing?" Whoa, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Dang. a lot of people are like, "Hey, hey, 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 less, say less." And she's like, "No, I don't, yeah. I don't want to. I want to help." And they're like, "Yeah, we want to help too, but let's help our way." She's like, hey, why don't you help the Clintons? <sighs> Dude, I'm not. You think I'm gonna? You think I'm gonna go on a platform and say anything bad about that family that I don't know who you're talking about? No, bro. 
I'm just saying, man, there's been a certain car that's crashed. Ain't nobody know how. So anyways, if you'd like to find Let's out more, get go to Daisy May Hat get fucked over. <laughs> no. Um, we're getting to, this is the thing. We're getting to that podcast where we went, and I was like, we can't ever release this. You got to have a few hidden. I've got a, I've got a few uh, posts on my, like, uh, I have about like 60 uh, posts saved. Yeah. And like me and my partner, Jay, you should follow Sensei JB on Instagram is my partner. Okay. Um, but, um, like we've talked about and be like, yeah, that one, we kind of like, we missed the window. Yeah. If we, if we put it like, you know, ground floor, we've been fine. Yeah. Like it's, you know, and it's not bad, like a tweet that'll end my career bad, but like, it's like, well, we can't really say it now. Yeah. It's really kind of, um, antagonistic in the worst way, which is, I mean, we're always trying to get away from that. But like, I mean, I've got a master's in business. I've, I've got a doctorate in making fun of Navy SEALs. Like, I mean, <laughs> so like it's it's too easy. Did you see Black Rifle's post today? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, we were. T- I was in the meeting. I was, the meeting I had. We had talked about that like weeks ago. And do you, oh, know, do you know what that means? Vanilla Seal. Yeah. Do you know what that means? I just hear it in the Jack Carr books. What is he, what are the references? That like he's like you know everyone thought he was just some Vanilla Seal. Yeah. So that means you like weren't like on the highest levels of like uh, there's like it? green and vanilla. Yeah. I think they called the guys on uh, in Dev Group green. So it's like it's it's a joke that a, a very legitimate company made about Navy SEALs, and I am here for it. <laughs> I laughed. I was like, "Oh, no, it's funny. great." Well, it's like a thing. Like you're not on like SEAL Team Six, I believe it is. Yeah. And so it's just funny that like that's a flavor, but most people won't get it. Yeah. In the same way that most people think my page got shut down because they saw a story post. Exactly. Which is uh, you know I, I don't know it's it's wild it's it's fun like I I like what I'm doing now it's it's well, a you're fucking with people. Yeah. You're shaking things up. Well, I'm trying to in a healthy way. Well, I'm trying to like have conversations. Yeah. Right. And it seems dumb, but like all right. So like I made one of the like the first really popular ones I made was um there's a lawsuit from the against 3M, the company 3M, uh-huh. about these earplugs they made. Because it, you'd be better off putting nothing in your ear than using them. Really? Yeah, and so I had this dumb idea. I was like, has anybody heard anything about the 3M lawsuit, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's punny. He gets it. He gets it. Man, that's a beard on you. <laughs> Y'all need to go visual with this thing. I know, dude. Um, we're, we're, yeah. we're, we're, we got some things in the works. We got yeah. some things in the works. Again, I just want your new cell phone number. That's all I want after this. Um, <laughs> so stupid. No, yeah, he's, he's thought about it. Dude, you're out. You're, you're straight about you it. I'm just kidding. You're no, um, but I made it, and I was, I was like, it's multiple levels of like, making fun of it. But in actuality, it is insane that the Department of Defense had this massive contract. So to get awarded a contract for the military is no easy thing. There's a lot of things that have to happen, blah, blah, blah. And it's like money forever. Because basically, once you're in their approval system, you can basically get anything done after that. Dude, how's it? does the government need hats? <sighs> yes. <laughs> no, no, no. Can you call that you're sergeant asking, major listen, up? <laughs> you're asking the wrong question. The question is, how many hats do they need? How many hats do they need? How many hats do they need? <laughs> you should, for real, you should be like, I'll make your dress hats the most expensive ones. And then you see this beak, you'll wet it for helping you out. <laughs> um, no, so, so they, the uh, 3M lost because the earplugs are defective. And like, it's still an ongoing thing. And it's like a thing you see. Like, are you in the military from blah, 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 blah? Like, you should get, oh, like, $9. Okay. Like, and so everyone I know has signed up for it, which is great. I hope we all get paid because you'll know because it would just be a picture of me holding up a sign being like, I'm out. 
Like I sold, like I got that 3M cash, like I'm making it rain. I'm like, make me a hat out of this. And you're like, what is it? I'm like, it's cougars. Yeah. You know? like Where'd you that. get the cougars from? I caught them with my bare hands it and my money. Matter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they were I, shipped in from Texas. I caught them at Lululemon. There was a sale. <laughs> No, um, <laughs> I fucked this one, killed this one, and punched that one. Hey, man, make a hat. That's what I'm here for, not questions. No, but, um, and so stuff like that, like I have this whole genre that I, I keep doing. It's called like how we're different after the military. Okay. And like one of them is you never walk on grass. That is a real thing. You, you don't do it. And so like now I look like a serial killer when I walk places, like, because everyone else is like, if I'm not talking about like, real stretches of like farmland. I'm talking about like places where everyone else walks in the grass. I'm like, no, no, no. I'll I just like go around, make an L and like I'm on concrete. Cause it's like how different after military. Cause like we're all different. Right. But I yeah. want to be like, I stare at the door. You know, I sleep with one eye open. Yeah. When I go That's get a cup of coffee, I like sit my back to the wall and like, I sit my back to a wall, but I drink black rifle coffee only. Yeah. If I do, I use code VWAS so I can save and check out. <laughs> Um, no, use, use code DMCC 10 and nothing's going to happen. But if you use it enough times, I think they're going to get the picture. Like, Oh, we should use I it. <laughs> no, until then use VWAS. But, then, yeah, use but VWAS. so like you walk, so it's just like, you know, going on with that. There's another one. It's not released yet, but it's just like kind of making fun of like ways we're different. Yeah. Because I want to have like an honest conversation about how we are different. Cause it's fine. Right. Well, the conversation definitely blooms open in your comment section. It's wild. It's awesome. It's wild. Like, yeah, I, it's I wild. was reading the other yeah. day, just reading through some stuff. I'm like, that's so cool, man. That's like, that's where the responsibility comes in. Like, yeah. And it's I, I really I really struggle talking about it because like I don't ever want to seem egotistical, but like, um, I have ways of shutting down trolls, and to be honest, they're the best. Um, this is the best we, we've experimented with a lot. Like, we try to engage people a lot. But, like, the number one thing that works is if somebody says something stupid, outlandish, or just attacking people, we'll just write back, you're my partner. Be like, are you proud of that comment? Wow. And within seconds, it's deleted. And then somewhere between way and way too long will then be a message that's sent, hey, hey, man, you know, I just wanted to let you know um, I'm sorry about what I said. I just got divorced, and my wife hates me, and blah, 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 blah. I'm like, hey, man, just there's no need. Right. There's enough. There's enough bad. Right. Let's just make fun of each other. Like I make fun of Navy SEALs. I make fun of Rangers. They make fun of me. Like it's it's all fun. We all make fun of each other. Like, yeah. Uh, one of the ones I'm most proud of, it says how we know them in the infantry. Just wait. I'll tell you. Right. Because it's like that's a very common infantry thing. People are like, what did you do in the military? And be like, I was in infantry. Right. Because I'll bring I'll the joke is I'll find a way to bring it up naturally. You'd be like, oh, I make hats. Yeah, we don't make hats in the infantry like what I did, Gage. But <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I hardly tell people, you know, I, when I was in when I was in California on that yeah. trip. Yeah, uh, I was in my Uber, and uh, I was going. The guy's like, "What do you do?" I go, "Uh, just work in fashion, I guess." I work with. I go, "I work with people." You definitely look like you work in fashion. I guess so. I, I'm either wearing one of my T-shirts, a Kill Cliff shirt, or a Black Rifle shirt. So I don't yeah. know how fashionable I can be. But <laughs> anyways, I was yeah. like, I was the guy's like, well, what do you do? I was like, oh, I, I work with people, like yeah. kind of. And he's like, oh, yeah, doing what? I was like, like fashion. Like, yeah. Oh, like outfits? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, like part, yeah. He's like, that's cool, man. Like, like, what do you make? And I was like, Fuck, I make hats. Yeah. And he's just like, it. oh, man, yeah, tell me about that, man. Like, can you make me a ball cap with, like, my name on the front? And I was like, I, you'd be better off going to the mall and getting that? I'm yeah. like, 
cowboy hats and like yeah. fedoras. And then it always turns into like dudes like, hey man, I want to get a hat for me, man. I want it to be like, I want a big, big ass like Texas, like 10 gallon hat, man. Yeah. And I was like, I can do that. Go to my website, order this hat. And they're yeah. just like, oh, dude, yeah. But they never do. But it, yeah, they will. I know. They will after this. <laughs> They will after they see what you've made for me because I, you've you've I don't know if you have enough fabric to cover my noggin, but I'm excited to see what you come out with. You literally have the most normal size head. Really? It's normal. Yeah. You need to. I want that to be the title of this episode. No one's ever said that. Um, <laughs> Junior. Yeah. No. Um, but no, it's. Uh, I think what I I just tell my wife. She's like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "I want to go see this this hat guy." That's what I told her this week. Because, like, every day is a new adventure. Yeah. And, like, that's that's where I'm at. That's where you're at. It's it's fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so she's like, what? It, <laughs> I wanted an impression of her. She'll listen to this because she'll be like, stop doing that. Actually, she'll be like, stop doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Um, <laughs> I mean, let Dude, me edit that part out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love you very much. No, um. But I was, as she's like, do you think you can, she's like, do you think you can do that? And I was like, oh, I don't know. I'll talk to the guy. And I, and I came back and I was like, oh, I can do it. And she's like, why? And I was like, I just believe in him. <laughs> it's like the way he talked about it, like, bro, I got this hat. And you're like, like, I'm going to, I'm going to take a pterodactyl bone. What I'm going to do is take pterodactyl bone. I'm going to shape it to your skull. And then I'm going to throw that away. And I'm going to find a unicorn, take its hair. That'll be the fabric that holds your hat together. <laughs> yeah. Brandon Shaw is going to call me up and be like, why didn't you give me that sick hat, bro? It won't match my new off whites that you integrated into my new hat. <laughs> Right? I've, I've done research. and uh, <laughs> It the, always goes back to that hat. Dude. Yeah. Everyone loves that hat. Well, I mean, I'll give, I'll get his comedy's funny, but his fashion game's incredible. He's amazing. He's amazing. He's I mean, amazing. he's doing right. But, I mean, you know, I the boy yeah. doing good. He's driving that Porsche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He drives a, he drives a Porsche like it's a Honda Civic. I know, <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's how you know, that's how you know you got fuck you money when you're just like, what is gas? Like, you're just driving around in dude, a Porsche. Dude, I was texting him yesterday and i he's really into like murder mysteries like uh podcasts yeah, 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 yeah. and so do, so am i and I, I i started this new podcast called the opportunist yeah it's about this woman who started this cult it's like it's a it's amazing dude i'm all in on cults keep and going I, yeah I go, I go i go i go dude have you listened to this podcast and he just goes what's it about and i just put death cult and he goes oh bro i'm in <laughs> Yeah, no. Um, it's the, my only problem with like the cult stuff is again because I come from hustlers, dirt, you know, just devious people. Like we're near the river, from the Mississippi River Delta bottoms. Like it's just con artists, basically. So like when David I hear David's from San Antonio, must be nice to be loved. But um, what's it like your parents showing up to anything? Let me know. Um, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. They didn't show up until they stole money from me while I was at war. Real thing. Um, oh yeah, God. yeah. That's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. Come at me. Go at me. I'll make a sign, family. That's all right. They only call me when they need something. But um, my wife will be upset about that. <laughs> but no. Um, so like whenever like the, you see the Nexium cult thing about the sex cult oh, yeah. and like HBO, we're five seconds into it. I look at my wife. I go. It's all lies. Like, he doesn't say a thing. It's, like, all kind of, like, business school a little bit. Mm -hmm. Or, like, corporate speak. Like, they just, like, kind of say things. They say words, but they don't say a thing. It's not even – those be like, you know, what we want to do here is we want to make you the better version of what you're capable of so you're able to reach that next level. And, like, all these, like, actresses and extras are like, 
Like it's just like they're like over the hill. Meanwhile, I'm like, he's he's fucking taking everything. Now take this crystal that's been charged on the moon. Yeah. Shove it straight up your ass. And then give me your bank account number yeah. and your routing number and your yeah. deeds. And they're like, whatever you want, uh, Lord Sapphire, we believe you. And it's always some guy who's it's always some guys like, yes, I just want you to achieve the Wearing happiness. Wearing like an all-white shirt, all-white pants, like with, the, with, with, the, with like the string dangling yeah. like yeah, from yeah, the yeah. pants, you know? You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah um, like the old school, like karate pants. Yeah. Well, that one guy said his name was Vanguard and he did judo, but they all they all do the same thing. It's like the highest level of stolen valor. They never do like one thing. Yeah. They don't say like, I was a general. Or, I mean, no, they say stuff like, I had an okay life. They're like... You ever heard of the Medal of Honor? You're like, yeah, I've heard of it. <laughs> I got three. So that video game was made about me. Yeah. They made that video game about yeah. me. Yeah. You ever heard of Chuck Norris? He based his life off of mine. You know, it's always <laughs> the highest level. And then these people, they get awestruck because they're they again they've He's had, been validated. Hey, they've had families that love them, right? And guess what? It backfired. Because they believe everyone is nice. Unlike me, raised by wolves. I'm just like, no, no, no. They're like, oh, this Medal of Honor guy wants to talk to me. <laughs> so every like my wife hates it. We're like one episode I'm in. I'm so stuck on the raised by wolves thing. Yeah. Well, no, because like when you're when you're raised by savages, you don't ever yeah. trust anyone. Sure. For, again, I'm I'm in therapy. I'm working on it. So yeah, I can talk about it. You seem fine to me. <laughs> Give it time. Where's 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 some self destruct? Do you have any booze? I'll show you. I'm just kidding. No, but um, but no, I'm always blown away by everyone's like mysticism tied to like believing that they can be chosen, right? Yeah. This guy chose them. Special. Meanwhile, I can't watch Smallville anymore because it's hard to watch that one girl knowing she was actively recruiting people. Clark Kent's like, I just want to fly. And she's like, yeah, yeah, me too. I want to fly. Do you want to come with me to Ontario for like six to 12 months and give up your life? The girl was in Smallville? Yeah, the blonde girl. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, she was like main character, not a featuring, not a guest, Allison Mackie. She was the one who was doing the brand on people. Yes, yes. Put this brand on their bike, Coochie. I had to look it up. Mackie, Mackie, something like that, Matt. Allison Mack, right? I think so, yeah. I'm, you know, I bet, I bet it's punching Smallville. Allison Mack, oh, yeah, dude, she's on 202 episodes. She's in the whole, she's in the whole series. She's yeah. a cast regular. Like she's got. Well, I don't know if she still gets syndication money, but she definitely did. Is she in prison? Uh, no, um, they're doing another series on it. Went down a real wow. rabbit hole in this one. Wow. Yeah, I know exactly who she is. Yeah, yeah. She was the one who's. She, she, so she she's was. She's like always. Yeah, she's like mousy and like always helping Clark find his way. But as soon as they're like and cut, she's like, so who wants to move in with me? And give up your life. And she would. It shows clips of other actresses and actresses throughout this whole documentary that she just, like, lured up there. And that's actually what she's getting charged with is, I, I think it's human trafficking. Oh. Yeah. So, but, yeah. Raised by wolves, you don't believe people is, a, is the real takeaway there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that girl sounds like a real bitch. I hope she goes to prison. Uh, eh, maybe. You don't think she will? I mean, I just don't believe it. Yeah, I mean, I think she will. She's definitely going to be charged, but, like, um, I don't know. It's just maybe she's too famous for them. They'll probably just put her on house arrest. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's like the, those. It's all documented, so I don't know why it's, like, taking that long. Yeah. Well, it's like those moms who, like, paid those other people to do, like, their girls, like, their daughters. Did you watch that? I didn't watch it. I know all about it. I know, I know. I mean, I shouldn't say I know all about it. I know about it, though. That's it. That's literally it. This one guy had this whole thing, and 
He paid him, yeah. It's a they did like a recreation of it on Netflix. They brought in like real actors to like act out the main guy. Matthew Modine, do you know who that is? Like an old ladies actor? Yeah. Yeah, he's like the main guy and he's like walking people through it. And he's having these very, very incriminating conversations. Like, listen, I'll have my guy, David, he'll come in, he'll take the test for your kid, and that's what happened. The kids would show up in the room, dumber than a box of rocks. These kids from very privileged families, and they'd leave, and then David would take the test for them and erase their answers. And if it's an ACT, he, he didn't want to shoot too high to get like a 34, yeah. not like a 35. Don't want to really wake people up, but it's like a whole thing. <clears throat> and how'd they get caught doing that? Somebody squealed, man. Really? How much yeah. did you get paid doing those tests? <laughs> the one guy, they I don't know, he made like 20 grand a test, something like that. The dude doing like the answers? Yeah, yeah. He got paid. So it's what happens. There's, there's way bad. too many. There's it's way not, too many people in this. Yeah, I'll tell you how you do this, right? You got to limit your liability, right? <laughs> and so somebody got pressure at one of the schools that was being paid off, and they weren't paid off enough. So that was it. What's that? What's that saying? It's like if you want to, if three guys are in on a secret, the only way you can keep it is if one's standing like at the end or something like that. You know, the only talking? way to keep a secret is you know, something like that. Basically, it means killing everyone else. Yeah. 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 Was that a hint? Do I need to go? No, we'll, we'll, we'll kill David. Ah, uh-huh. sorry, bro. But. <laughs> Is that how it works? You control it with your mind? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Technology. Yeah. Well, dude, man, thank you so much for coming in here, bro. Let's wrap oh, this thing up, dude. So tell everyone how they can find you. And I mean, you got t-shirts and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell everyone your codes, for codes, your discount codes. It's all on the link tree. Um, it's link tree veteran with a sign, but you just got to. Go to Instagram, Veteran with a Sign. Do you have a website or anything? Veteranwithasign.com, yeah. Okay. We have merchandise, the whole thing. Awesome. Yeah. Soon I'll have a hat. Really? From you. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, then maybe there's some more stuff coming. Now I'm kind of worried. I need to erase a few names off that board in there. Move up the list. I'm not gonna, you mean names them up now? I'll name them. No, no don't here say we go. anything. <laughs> Too late. I'll be tweeting and, and posting all this out shortly. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> this is coming out on April 9th. Thank you. <laughs> Shout out to our boy Tim Montana. Tim Montana, long, long shots. Long shots. You got to get it. It might suck. We don't know. I've yet to hear it. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Do you good. like it? Yeah, I love it. It's really good. I've listened to the whole thing. Oh, no. Did he make you sit in his garage? I mean, it was weird. I didn't think I had to have my shoes off for it. But, yeah. Yeah, I heard the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Did great. he do the thing where he was like, rubbing your feet, showing you his songs? What were we doing here, man? We're not trying to catch cases. Uh, I'm just saying, man. Yeah. I mean, we all know Tim. We all know Tim. Yeah. He's winking at me because it's a sign. He knows. He knows. Tim he does Tanner. know. <laughs> just joking. Dude, Tim, we love you. We're proud of you. Thank yeah, man, you guys so much. Thanks for tuning into the podcast. And... I have nothing to say. Fuck off. See you later. Later.